Welcome to Goddess Awakening, the only podcast that uses coaching and feminine energy to rewire your brain and awaken your body so that you can create better relationships with yourself, your partner, and others, and create what you desire in life. And now, here's your host, certified coach, published author, and goddess, Penelope Magulianiti. Hello, goddesses. How are you? How was your week? Mine was busy and incredible. So I had a wonderful Valentine's evening with my husband. I am finding myself this past week in a creative mode, so I am busier than ever. I am working on new things. I am going through my services. I am changing a little bit my programs. And even though at the end of the day, I am feeling tired, because for those of you that you don't know, I have also two teenagers at home. This kind of tiredness, I enjoy. So today, I thought to talk to you about time management. But I have to say that is not going to be the usual time management topic. It's going to be time management with a twist. So I was thinking on how to approach this subject of time management. And I've decided that time management is a tool But today, I would like to talk to you about mind management. I will touch mind management first, and then, as I already said, I will twist it around. So, as women, the roles we are called to play every day are plenty. It's not just work or just family for us. It's a combination of many roles where many times we need to do lots of juggling, lots of planning, last minute changes. And even if our role is at home, that role has so many other roles to fill in. So when we feel tired at the end of the day, when we feel guilty because we haven't done everything that we said we will do, we need to remember all the roles we are playing. And time management, as I already said, starts with mind management. The busier we become, the more sloppy we become with time management. And that's why it's so important to know that mind management must come first before we attempt to manage our time. And it starts by getting clear with what we are handling on a daily basis. What we are thinking, what we are doing, what we are allowing. And if you believe that success comes from responsibilities and more work, then I will tell you that this way of thinking is wrong. You don't have to work so many hours. You only have to learn to manage your time better. 
And it starts by knowing the importance of planning and you being in charge of your to-do list and not the other way around. Because usually our to-do list is in charge of the way we are functioning. And this is wrong. And when you become in charge of your to-do list, it creates freedom. But even before we start planning, we need to take a step backwards and we need to become aware of what is stealing our time. And one way is to sit down and write on a piece of paper everything you do within a day, all the people you are talking to, the things that you give your attention to. And I want you to sit down and do this exercise with me right now. Take a piece of paper and start writing down everything. So on your list, you should have the people you talk to, their names, write every name down, the projects you are working on, how much time you spend on researching, on going through the internet search engines, how much time you spend on scrolling on social media, how much time you spend on cooking, ironing, driving, kids' time, kids' activities, partner time, dog walking, exercising, cleaning, speaking on the phone with friends, reading, learning, self-care, at work, what are the tasks you perform, meetings, speaking with colleagues, things you said yes, tasks you've taken on, problems you've solved, communication you've done, projects, all the details. I want you to go through everything and I want you to write everything. And once you do, you take a good look at all the things that you do. And on this list, you should also include the things that you give your attention to and the people that you give your attention to. So once you take this thorough look at your life, then ask yourself these questions. Am I happy with the way I am living my life right now? Am I happy with the amount of work I am doing and the results I am creating? Am I content with the connection I have with my husband and my kids? Am I happy with the way I am working? Am I happy with the attention I am giving to my team, my people, my family? And if the answer is no, then you ask yourself another set of questions. What needs to change? And I want you to write every single answer down. What changes do I need to make? Write everything. And once you finish writing these answers, then go a step further. What obstacles 
do I believe I will encounter by implementing these changes? And here, my friends, is where the real work begins. Because you see, the minute you give your brain permission to tell you why it's not going to work this new way that you are thinking of putting into practice, it will bring up all the limiting thoughts that you are having. Thoughts like, you cannot possibly refuse to take on extra work. You don't want your boss, your co-workers to think you are less capable than, or you don't want to cooperate, or worse, you cannot handle it. You don't want to refuse to participate in school activities. Come on. This is what good moms do. They find time to take on school functions, even though their kids are not part in those functions. But this is what good moms do. Thoughts like this will start popping up. Don't resist them. Just write them down. Write every single thing your brain will bring up to you. Yes, I know. I'm asking you to do a lot of writing. And it will be good to do it right now. Don't postpone it until you listen to this podcast and then you will come back to it. And we both know that you want. So pause, pause this podcast and start answering these questions. So I will assume that you did that, that you stopped the podcast, that you answered the questions, that you rewire, <laughs> rewind, not the tape, but you went back, let's just say, and you've done the exercise up to this point. And I want you now to read everything you've written. You will see that the real reasons for feeling all this pressure and your why for feeling so uncomfortable, for having so many to-do lists, it will be written in front of you. You will have the answer. And this exercise is meant to give you clarity on the underlying reasons, to give you awareness of what is stealing your time, of the time stealers. And it also might bring up more clarity. It might come up that you are a people's pleaser, even though that you've never realized that you are, that you feel comfortable and you feel good in pleasing other people at the expense of your own happiness, at the expense of your own rest. And that's where you need to understand why, why I have this tendency. And you may also understand why you find it difficult to say no to requests, even when you know you cannot really handle the extra workload. So it might come up that the underlying fear is that when I say no, it means I am not good enough. Or you may uncover a belief 
installed from childhood that a woman's role, a woman's duty is to make sure that other people's needs are met first. Whatever the thoughts are, they will give you an idea of what's going on and why you are finding yourself in the position you are right now, feeling the way you're feeling. This process that I've just described, I've called it the awareness exercise. It provides clarity. It shows you exactly what you're doing, the extent that you're doing it, and it helps you see what you're doing, if it's viable or not. And most of the times, lovelies, it isn't. Now, let's move to another part of this exercise, the life-changing part. This is where I am going to tell you that you can change everything, that you can become in charge of your day and that you will have the freedom to enjoy your life now if you choose to and not when you retire or when you make your money or when you uh, create the freedom that you want, the financial freedom that you want. I will ask you again to answer a couple of questions And I will ask you to answer these questions with an open mind. And I want to tell you in advance that they are not going to be easy questions. But again, people who succeed are the ones who are willing to. Welcome to Goddess Awakening, the only podcast that uses coaching and feminine energy to rewire your brain and awaken your body so that you can create better relationships with yourself, your partner, and others, and create what you desire in life. And now, here's your host, certified coach, published author, and goddess, Penelope Magulianiti. go ahead and do the things that make them uncomfortable. To gain control of your life, you need to understand that you are in control right now. If you choose, always, if you choose to do so. And I am going to prove it to you by asking you the following questions. So here we go. Question number one. If you had only one year to live, what would you stop doing? It's so easy. What becomes priority when your focus shifts? Are you going to allow all the things you've described above and written before Are you going to allow all those things that you've written down before to distract you from living fully, holding you back from living your best life ever? When I ask myself this question, and at the beginning when I came across this type of questions, it was a shock to me to put myself into this process and think, if I had only one year to live, because nobody wants to go there. But if we truly want to change, 
This is where I want to lead you. So when I asked myself this question, the answer I've written down was, I want to live my life with joy now. This means that I won't allow people who drain my energy to keep doing it. I won't allow projects that are not serving me to train my to drain my time and energy. Drainers, energy drainers. I will be spending quality time by being present with my husband and kids, by having beautiful conversations. I don't need to know the latest trends on everything or on what's going on on TikTok, but I do need to know what's going on to my kids' lives, to my husband's life. I will exchange all the energy drainers with more presence, more fun, more travel, more experiences, more in-depth conversations with my husband. Another thing that I will stop doing, and actually I've done this years back, is worrying constantly about things that are not in my power to influence or change. We are spending so much time in worry and we are missing out and we are missing the opportunity to experience life, to live life, to be present and aware and determined to change the things that we can and stop worrying about the things that we have no way to change. We cannot change. To do the best in our abilities to change our life in a way that brings us pleasure and satisfaction. So I will repeat this question to you. And I would urge you to answer it. If you had only one year to live, what will you stop doing? Think about it. Now, let's move to question number two. If you had one year to live, what would you start doing? Personally, I love dancing. And I love traveling to new places, visiting new countries, And I am doing the traveling right now. I am traveling three, four, sometimes five times a year, maybe more. But I am not doing the dancing. So this is what I will start adding more in my, as my way of fun. Go out and dance or listen to the music. Dance in my house. Dance in my bathroom. Allow the music to relax me. How about you? Some people say that they will start living their dreams. Others that they won't hold back and will start speaking their truth, start creating their legacy. They will tell people how much they love them, how much they matter, how important they are for them. And why we cannot start it now? You can start all these things right now. And I hope that you're answering these questions because they are so powerful. Let's move on. Question number three. If I had one year to live, what would would I no longer care about? And my answer was, 
I will stop worrying about what other people think about me. I wouldn't care about their judgments. Would you care of what other people think of you if you knew that your time is limited to a year? You shouldn't give your energy to what other people think. You should think only what you want to think about you. Your whole trust should be on yourself and what you have to offer. So for me, it was to let go of other people's judgments. How about you? Let's move to question number four. If you had one year to leave, what would you care more about? And again, my answer was, I would want to leave a legacy to my kids, to give them the right push to create the future they want, to be an example to them of what's possible, to be an example that you never give up on your dreams, on what you want to create. And also, I would care for my business to continue working without me. Right now, I am not there. And the minute I've answered this question, I knew that if I go, my business, the way it exists right now, it will simply stop existing without me. And this is something I need to work on. So I am asking myself, what can I do to make this possible? Can you see that the minute you shift your focus, you open up to so many more possibilities. Can you see this? So this is how I want you to answer these questions. Not with fear, not with resentment, because we are saying, if I have one year to live. This is an excellent way to see why you're not living your life now. Every single minute of it. Last question. Question number five. Why my thoughts, my feelings, and my actions change when I think of the possibility that I have only one year to live? I don't have the answer, but it's such an important question. What brings up more focus, more determination, more confidence to concentrate on the things that matter to us is the fact that we realize that our time is limited. To shut out the noise, the distractions, the irritations, and focus on what matters. And if we want to be honest with ourselves, we don't know how much time we have. So why do we allow all these distractions and all these drainers to happen? Why we allow other people's opinions to stop us living the life that we want now? And that's why I am going to ask you another question. And this is going to be the last one, I promise. Going through this last exercise, this last part of the exercise, which I hope again that you did, how are you going to plan and execute your days from now on? You have all the information that you need. 
The first part of the exercise, which it was at the beginning of this podcast, was all about recognizing the clutter. And now I'm asking you, are you going to cut out the drainers, the draining energy, and are you going to focus on what truly matters? Are you going to create boundaries? And are you going to stop the pleasing tendencies? What do you want to stop doing? What do you want to create? How much confidence can you generate for yourself? What will you care more about? What will you start doing? And I know there are more than one question here, but this is to help you start planning different. Stop using your time management differently. By asking these questions, you know what you have to do. So looking back at your list on all the things you do and on all the things you accept, how many are you going to keep and how many are you going to stop doing? How many are you going to stop allowing to derail your life? I hope this process serves you well. I hope that you have increased awareness and understanding after listening to this podcast and doing and answering all these questions. And I wish you a wonderful week. And as always, I would like to invite you to leave me a review on Spotify or Apple Podcast. Share this podcast with a friend. And until next week, much love. Hey, if you're ready to change the things that you don't like in your life, I would like to invite you to watch a free masterclass I've created for you to help you gain clarity on what is stopping you now from living the life that you want. Go to penelopemedulianidi.com forward slash gift and claim your gift now. I will speak to you soon.